What's up, everybody? You're listening to The Unpaved Path, a podcast that inspires the next generation of female athletes to pursue their goals and own their journey. My name is Reagan Rust. I'm a former captain of Boston University's Division I women's ice hockey team and pro hockey player. I'm talking with female athletes of all backgrounds to talk about their journeys, the lessons they learned along the way, and advice they'd like to give younger athletes. In this episode, we talk about her transition from a small town in Canada to the big city of Boston, what it was like playing professionally in the CWHL, and how she had to become a different player when playing for Team Canada. She is small but mighty, and her accolades definitely prove that. Let's get moving. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Unpaved Path. My guest here today is a former assistant captain for Boston University's Division I women's ice hockey team. She's a current professional hockey player in the PWHPA, and earlier this year was named to Team Canada's National Women's Ice Hockey Team. If you want to follow along on her journey, she can be found on Instagram at vbach21. Welcome back. I'm so happy to finally have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for that great intro. Yeah, for sure. It's not like I did twice or anything. (laughs) Anyways, what have you been up to? How's life in Canada? Things have been a lot different this year, not going to lie, as everyone could probably say the same. Um, Things have been good here. Uh, Just we're in a little hub. So we've been training with the national girls and we've been practicing practicing, um, close to like three to four times a week. Mm -hmm. And then we're in the gym five times a week. So that's been super busy taking up most of my time and then I'm actually doing my master's right now as well so that's a lot of fun some Ayo. school in there trying to be a little bit academic yeah um, <laughs> but yeah so that's life right now just staying busy doing as much as I can during COVID and just trying to really make the most of it yeah have you found it hard to train during COVID like motivational wise yeah I think you know the first like uh, when we first found out about COVID, actually, mm-hmm. um, when we were all in, you know, isolation and quarantine. I think that was kind of a time for me where I had to like, look back and just think about different ways to like motivate myself, like waking up, knowing that there's nothing planned. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, a big thing was just making routine and, um, you know, having like a checklist of things I needed to do or accomplish in the day. I think that helps a lot because once it's done, I would like check it off. Yeah. That's something I would do. And then obviously just staying motivated, working out, trying to find like a workout buddy and kind of make my brother work out with me, but he absolutely hates working out. An accountability um, partner. <laughs> and yes, exactly. An accountability partner. I like that. So I'm trying to find one of those. And I was actually working with my little cousin. He's like 16 and he's Aww. so strong. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun because I didn't really get to spend much time with him mm-hmm. over the past couple of years because I was at, in Boston and then he was in high school and stuff like that. So it was yeah. great to get the chance to spend time with him. Um, but yeah, I think it's just like, for me, it was just motivating myself. And um, I know like for me, I'd find like some quotes and things like that to help like inspire me and motivate me for the Did course. You hear that dog? <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> got to bring the dog down here. Got to meet him. I'll bring him down eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, um, so... You're in, you're like just a little bit outside of Toronto, right? Yeah. So I'm probably 35 minutes from Toronto, mm-hmm. uh, closer to, I'm like closer to like the Niagara Fall way. So I'm actually pretty central. I'm in Burlington right now. Oh, I know Burlington. 
let's go. Fun little spot. <laughs> fun spot. Honestly, it's close to everything. Um, we're pretty close to the lake, which is nice. So like I've been going down to the lake, going for some runs sometimes. Mm -hmm. I hate running, but um, you gotta yeah. do it. <laughs> gotta do okay. it. Gotta stay okay. fit. <laughs> yeah. So I want to jump into your just your whole story because I love hearing it. I always get inspired every time I talk to you because I'm <laughs> just in the, <laughs> you're just so great. I love you. Um, but so you started when you were eight and we were just talking about this a little bit ago, but you told me that you got uh, a checklist or you got rated on how good yeah. you were. <laughs> I actually got an evaluation. So one of my best friends from when I was younger, her dad worked for the Mississauga hockey organization. So that's where I grew up playing. I actually grew up uh, in Mississauga so my first couple of years I played there and it was in 2003 he found my first ever checklist <laughs> and my best friend actually like she framed it for me and I have it hanging up in my room yeah and so the evaluation was out of I think it was out of 20 mm -hmm. so it was like five uh skill of five for each different skill level so it was like speed skating uh stick handling and mine just went across the board, straight ones. It was like skating <laughs> one, speed one. And I just kept going, total score of four. Yeah. So oh I like goodness. by far the worst one. Um, and now it's like hilarious to go back and look at that like sheet because um, I think like when I first started hockey, like I never thought like I would be right where, where I was today just because, mm -hmm. you know, like I started hockey really late. I was into other sports, things like that. And I never thought, hockey would bring me you know such amazing uh like memories and friends like you and yeah. you know the people that you meet along the way I think it's like pretty it's pretty crazy journey for yeah sure. for sure what would you rate yourself now and like would you take it to that coach <laughs> honestly that would be hilarious I should literally do that I should go and try and find that same coach be like okay you got to make me a new evaluation now <laughs> that would be pretty oh, sweet you should that, that would be hilarious that would be good yeah. So you said you played a lot of different sports and you weren't sure that you wanted to focus on it. When did you start getting really serious about hockey? Yeah. So I would say, um, this was actually, I was going into my first year of Bantam hockey. So I was around mm -hmm. 14 years old in high school now, still honestly using probably pink everything. So I remember such being a bender. A, such a bender, honestly, I had pink laces, <laughs> I remember I had like literally I wanted everything to be pink and I didn't get my first like actual like composite hockey stick until I was my first year bantam so I would mm -hmm. take my wooden sticks and my dad would buy me and I would spray paint them pink because I'm like oh, I want a pink no. stick no yeah so <laughs> it actually gets better so I remember <laughs> I was around 14 years old playing bantam yeah. Had, like a, had a good year, good start to the year. I remember my dad, he actually built like a huge outdoor rink in our, in my backyard that year, mm -hmm. like leading up in the, in the winter. And, um, I ended up, I was out there like all day and I remember I made the double A team and I was in Bantam and I got a call up to go play for the junior team. <laughs> and at the time I went flow down, like my hair, no. my helmet, <laughs> honestly just needed serious help. I have pictures. I all you you're gonna have to send me them good, so I can put them in I will I will you'll get a good <laughs> laugh at these you, yeah pretty funny um but I get a call up to go play junior and what team was this so I got a call to go play for the Oakville Hornets so at oh, the okay. time, I think they were called the junior Hornets 
Mm-hmm. And um, so I was playing for Oakville and I went up and I played my first game and it ended up going really well. I think I might've got like an assist or something. And then they called me up again, like for the rest of the season, they started calling me up. And then um, I ended up skipping my midget year mm-hmm. and I went to go play on the junior team. So when I was getting called up, I was like, holy cow, like maybe hockey can like I can make something out of hockey I'm like this is crazy and I remember at the time I was talking to all the girls like the older girls and they're all committing to schools and they were in grade 11 and 12 some girls a lot of girls were going to like Ohio State like schools like that and mm-hmm. I was like wow this is so cool like they were telling me about their visits and I'm like oh my goodness I need to start like working extra hard because I want that opportunity as well so yeah. I think that's kind of when I began to realize that maybe hockey would you know, be something for me in the future. And um, after I skipped my year of midget and I started playing junior, actually like the following year, I started to get some letters from schools, things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's kind of where the fun began. (laughs) The fun. (laughs) Uh, How, what was the age difference between you and the junior girls? So at the time, I think I was in, I would have been in going into grade nine. Mm -hmm. And a lot of those girls would play up until grade 12 so I think I was on a team with a lot of those girls like that were in grade 11 and 12 so yeah kind of like a university um age difference but uh, I wasn't waving to you sorry there's a <laughs> control guy outside he just <laughs> waved to me hey girl <laughs> oh, that was oh, um but yeah the age difference wasn't too crazy I think it was like two or three years but mm-hmm. at the time that's still uh, pretty crazy whenever you're that young like at the time it felt pretty they felt the girls felt pretty old mm-hmm. I remember like all those girls like I didn't know really anything about just like you know the older girls they're kind of taking me under their wing telling me yeah. about different things that you're going to experience in high yeah. school and um so that was that was pretty cool that's awesome you had that a lot of girls don't because they're usually with other 14 year olds <laughs> yeah or with boys right yeah true that. Playing, playing boys hockey or um, things like that. So it was, it was a you, cool experience. Did you play boys? No. So I actually never ended up playing boys hockey. Really? Yeah. Like I started playing when I was like, like I said, pretty late. Like I started playing when I was around seven or eight years old. Mm-hmm. And um, I just started playing girls hockey and then never, never ended up actually playing boys. So wow. I think it's like pretty rare. Like mostly every girl I talk to is like, you've probably played boys hockey, right? Yeah. I started boys and yeah. I played for like five or six years. Yeah, I wish I played boys though. Really? Yeah. I don't think yeah. you do because I, I you're I, really good. <laughs> I think I would I think I would be like like a little tougher if I played boys maybe for a couple of years. But you know, get, getting under my belt or something. I don't know. I think it would be it would be a fun experience getting to play with the boys. I feel like it'd be you'd get pretty competitive. But definitely I'm just gonna put that the Harvard yeah. clip on there that made like ESPN top 10 <laughs> oh my sports center top 10 that was no. actually sick goal yeah I'm gonna put it on there now just to embarrass you <laughs> okay so you said you started getting those college emails who did you first start talking to good question I think my first all of them no 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 <laughs> I think um honestly I started talking originally to I want to say Clarkson was one of the first schools that I was in contact with. Mm-hmm. Um, I talked to Boston College, our rivals. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
BU was in there. St. Lawrence, actually. I went, mm-hmm. went on a pretty early visit to St. Lawrence. Um, I shouldn't, I should know this. Like there's, uh, I think, yeah, I was talking to a couple others. I know I, I went on a visit to Colgate. Mm-hmm. Um, who else here? Oh, Northeastern. I talked to Northeastern a lot. Were you 15 at the time when that was all happening? I think I was around, yeah, 15, 16, mm-hmm. probably 16. Cause I didn't actually commit until I think like my going into my grade 12 year. Yeah. I also was talking to Cornell, um, but I didn't know no if the IV, the IV route would have been good for me. You know, <laughs> we know how much I like school. <laughs> yeah. But um, I'm not going to say your major. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll keep There's that nothing for- wrong with your major either. I'll keep that for another. Put that out there. <laughs> another day. Um, so how many visits? You went on five full visits or? Yeah, so I any- actually, I did five officials mm-hmm. and then, uh, yeah, five official or no, five visits, like, I remember now, I'm pretty sure I did like five visits and then mm-hmm. um, it was actually cool probably the same thing with you they some of the coaches actually came to my house like they did a um excuse me that, that did not happen <laughs> no. really really it was they came like, to your house yeah it was the craziest thing so um like bd came to my house no he did not yeah he did he came for like literally like probably stayed for like four four hours ish we made him like a coffee or a tea or something do you want to know what i got from bd <laughs> Nothing. I didn't even get an email back. <laughs> he came to me after like midway through my first year there. He was yeah. like, I got I got something for you. I was like, what is this? It's a piece of paper with my name circled. And like pins elite, but I'm like, you just never sent me an email back in high school. Appreciate it. It's fine. I'm here now. <laughs> but hey, your name was circled. Yeah, it was circled. <laughs> okay, tell me more about what happened whenever you came. Yeah, so I actually, um, I remember I was going down, I was in Boston for a tournament. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh my goodness, I absolutely love this city. Uh, basically, I, I bet anyone that goes to Boston would probably say, just such a great city. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was going to visit Boston College. So I went there, did my little visit there. And then I was going after that to go visit BU. Mm-hmm. So, so you got cool. the really good locker room and then our locker room. <laughs> yeah, I got a little battle of calm app, honestly. Literally. Uh, it was pretty cool, though, because um, just to see, like, the different types of campus, like, mm-hmm. BU is, like, as we know, is very big. and In the city. In the city. It's not really campus. I wouldn't consider it, like, a it's – like, it's, like, people have ever been to, like, UFT. It's kind of like that. Like, it's yeah. just, like, kind of all over the place. And then – Boston College is very like campus not, and not in Boston yeah exactly <laughs> and not in Boston not actual Boston um but yeah so it was cool and then I remember like just seeing the past players that you know I've went to BU and mm-hmm. um, the success that they've had and just meeting with the coaches and you know meeting with BD and stuff I was like I actually think this would be an amazing place like to spend four years and um I think it was cool for me because I came from kind of a small city like or town sorry at the time like Milton was pretty small where I was living and mm-hmm. grew up there and to be able to go to a big city like that I was kind of like I have a lot of energy so I was like this could be a <laughs> great place say. for me 
I'm like always like I like always am on the go and I always like doing things yeah. and exploring and um so I was like this is gonna be awesome a lot of fun things to do I've never met anyone that's more hyper than you yeah exactly and so you much energy. Like, I just have so much energy all the time after a game before practice during <laughs> practice you want to do more workouts after like yeah. this is wild I'm just like an ener- energized bunny I don't know. I, know I feel like I'm always like pretty like happy like easy go like person I was just like Boston's just gonna be a place where I can kind of just do my thing and mm-hmm. have fun and then also like make a lot of connections and meet a lot of people and like make a lot of good friends yeah which is nice because it's nice to you know get the chance to meet people from like all over like there's so many people in our like our classes mm-hmm. right like I'd go into a class and I'd meet a friend and then I would never see them again for like four <laughs> years because it was so big and, and I'm like, hey, to me, like yeah like, seriously or like you'll crazy. see them from a distance you're like do I know that person I can't remember and you do like the awkward like wave but then and they then don't wave back you. you're like oh sorry I'm trying to wave to my friend down there yeah for one real. of those yeah. play it off <laughs> um okay so I know this is a little bit ago for you because you're about six years out of your freshman year but what was that transition like going from I your small so city old. <laughs> you are old oh so, so what was the transition like going from your small city in Canada to being in Boston and like having that new academics and all of that for sure I think honestly that's probably the hardest part you know transitioning from going from high school leaving home I'm a pretty mm-hmm. big homebody like I love being home and yeah um just hanging out and I think for me it was gonna be like hard transition to be away from like even like my mom like someone who I like talk to every day and Mm -hmm. things like that and I remember going the first couple months honestly was a big transition like not only are you transitioning um going to school having to keep your up your like grades but you're also transitioning to like make friends and when I went to Boston I knew a couple girls already because there was a few Canadians but Mm -hmm. um it was actually one of the reasons why I chose to go to Boston was because I didn't know that many people that were already on the team and it was nice to have like a fresh start and you know meet new friends yeah. I thought that was something that was really cool and um I know it was hard for the first couple of months just that transition and but once you know you kind of get in a groove of things and you meet people you meet friends mm-hmm. um I think it's just an incredible four years and uh like you just said I'm six years out and honestly it feels like just yesterday no sorry you're six years out of freshman year all right from <laughs> freshman year sorry it yeah. feels like six years yesterday that I was going to campus my parents were dropping me off saw my dad kind of shed his first tear which is crazy that was that was sad but um did you cry almost like I was like oh my god this is so sad like I was like holy crap yeah like but yeah like I think also like for me like I was the first person in my like immediate family to go to university so Mm -hmm. Um, like my parent, my dad, he's in the trade. So he went to trade school, my mom went to college. So for them to kind of see me go to university and things like that, I think it was like a pretty like emotional time. And um, yeah, like just growing up knowing like that I've had to work pretty hard just because of my size and some mm-hmm. adversity I've had to face because of that. Like that first day on campus was probably one of my favorite memories. And also, like you yeah. said, it's, it's a hard transition, right? As well. Yeah. So yeah what are some of those hardships that you faced like obviously with your size what did people say to you how did it make you feel all that yeah for sure I think just growing up like 
you look at any of my class pictures, like there I am right in front and center. <laughs> Honestly, it's not hard to find me. The girl with Four the bowl cut. <laughs> <Bowl> cut. <laughs> cut, first row, bad style. No, but um, I think just, I've always been the smallest and um, you know, I think now the game is changing for sure. You see all these players that are getting dropped into the NHL and they're smaller mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and it's more changing to, you know, a quick skill game. But I think for me, just growing up, being one of the smaller girls, I've heard so many comments over the years, like, you're never going to be able to do what you do. And, you know, university hockey, like I blatantly remember hearing a comment like that, like she's too small. Like she can't, she'll never do that at university. Like she's not going to like do anything at university because of her size and mm -hmm. people just always kind of doubting me because you know of my size and I think that's where I had to work extra hard and make sure I was in the gym getting stronger and um just making sure that you know the areas that I needed to improve on that I was improving on so people couldn't you know kind of make comments for my size so um that's definitely something I've had to face um over the years and even you know as you get to like the higher levels and you get to the national level um, like I said, being a smaller player, you always have to prove yourself and mm -hmm. uh, make sure that you're working extra hard to be able to keep up with those bigger, stronger players. Yeah, for sure. So that was you could, that, no, wow. it was perfect. I don't think I, I don't even think I took a breath. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not, but it's okay. That's good. You got to talk it out. And if you got to figure it out right now, it's do your thing. <laughs> um, so do you think that playing with those Canadian Olympic players. So Poulin was on your team for the first two years, correct? Or first yep. year? Just first yeah, year. first my freshman year, she was our captain. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Do you think she helped push you? Was she like a vocal leader? Like, how did she help you? Honestly, for sure. Like, whenever I hear Poo's name, like, she's honestly one of my like favorite players. She's such a great role model. Like, you would never in a million years know she was good because of how humble she is. Like, just isn't she small too? She's like, uh, yeah, she's, yeah, I don't think she's too tall, but she's just so strong and mm -hmm. just such an amazing player, honestly. And what makes it even more amazing is just off the ice. Like I was saying, like, just so humble, such a great leader. And I know she taught me a lot, like even just watching her and her abilities on the ice and off the ice as well. Like she works so hard and in the gym, mm -hmm. um, working out in the gym as well. I think it was like awesome to have her there my freshman year. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty cool and like you don't get the chance that often to play with one of your favorite players and mm -hmm. get to watch her as a freshman like coming in and that that was an awesome experience to get to play with her she, she's just awesome yeah was it intimidating your first <clears throat> your first year to be on that team with all those really good players because I remember that lineup you guys they were killing it for four years straight <laughs> yeah no it was incredible I think obviously coming in like I was a little nervous I'm like like just like even see, like you probably experienced it as well like where am I gonna fit in like mm -hmm. um, like wanting to make sure that you know you're helping the team as much as you can things like that uh, I think it was just like it was intimidating but it was also like really cool for for me to be able to know like okay this is where I am this is where I need to get my game kind of thing mm -hmm. um, like watching players like Pooh and being like wow she does this like I need to work on this like mm -hmm. I think that was really cool and um you know, that's, I think that's what makes her such a great leader as well is just by her display on the ice. Like you just watch her and you're like, wow, I want to be able to do that. Yeah, for so, sure. Yeah, I saw you got, what was it? Rookie of the, of uh you got all rookie team or was it rookie? Yeah. Leader? 
I actually ended up getting rookie of the year that year. That was pretty Woo! cool. <laughs> that was pretty fun. Yeah. yeah. What did you do throughout that season? Like, what did they say about you? Did you get a lot of points? But you definitely yeah, like, got a lot of points. <laughs> I remember the first, like, I think the first, I want to say like eight games. Like, I don't think I got any points. Like I was really, yeah. Like I was just adjusting. I think on the, at, at the time I was playing maybe on like the third line or something like, like, I, I honestly, I probably didn't see that much ice, but I was just trying to make the most of the shifts that I saw. Mm-hmm. And then I think like I started to get some power play time, started to see some power play time, which is, which is awesome. And then I think it was like in November, I started to kind of turn it on. And I think I was just, you know, like I said, it's, it's hard, right. Moving away from home. Mm-hmm. I think I was starting to get used to, you know, the level of, of play and um, just like the speed and just adjusting. And then I ended up having a good November. I think I remember it was a good pretty, November. pretty good November. And then um, what was it? How many points? I don't, I don't really remember, but I just, I, I, <laughs> I, do, I do remember like, you definitely had a streak. I think it was like, Cause I remember like my first eight games, I was like, so mad at myself. I'm like, yeah. what am I doing? Like, let's go like pick it, let's pick it up here. And then I started to get kind of used to the play. And I think I started mm-hmm. to like jam with my line mates. Um, Who are your line mates? At the time I was playing with uh, Kayla Tatino. Oh, and my idol. Playing, she's awesome. You're and so I was strong. <laughs> so strong. So skilled. Such a good shot. Mm-hmm. That was a lot of fun. I got to play with her and then uh, I was playing with, I think it kind of rotated, but I was playing with um, Dakota Woodworth. Oh, yeah. And then sometimes I would play with uh, Jordan Duran. Oh, that's good. So it, it would kind of switch mm-hmm. uh, all the time. But, yeah, it was pretty cool. <laughs> you want to know something? Yeah. I actually didn't get a point until, like, my seventh or eighth game. Really? Yep, my freshman year. So we twins, girl. <laughs> yeah, except I'm not playing for Team Canada or USA. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I miss playing with you hardest <laughs> shot I've ever seen yeah watch your feet thickest, watch your ankles thickest bean pot goal I called it literally was right there I'm like this girl's gonna snipe ends up going bar yeah no I didn't go bar down no but Top honestly right. like you have like <laughs> some of the best compete too like in practices like you always knew what we were gonna Hike get me up Hike me up have you up <laughs> you're not gonna be able to walk to the door after this that's gonna be too big (laughs) oh my goodness so what was it like you became you definitely were a leader you're going into your second year like you had that um you had the rookie of the year on your back you were already like making a name for yourself so obviously everyone knew you I've seen all the pictures on google photos where it's like you (laughs) sing back to back with (laughs) becca (laughs) Yeah, did you yeah. feel a lot of pressure or did you do you think you rose to the occasion how was that for you yeah I think um for me like every year at BU I was just kind of going in like just going in with an open mind and not like I'm not really the type of player that would ever put too much like pressure on myself I'm, ty- I'm kind of the type of person that's like okay let's go have fun because for me like I feel yeah. like when I like put too much pressure on myself or for an example, like you think about things like, like goals or things like that, like mm-hmm. usually it's when it like doesn't happen. So yeah. I think like for me, it's just really focusing on like, you know, doing what I can to help the team win and like making sure that, you know, if I'm playing with my line mates, making sure we're all getting better as a group mm-hmm. and things like that. 
I think just focusing on like having fun and just really like enjoying every game. That's kind of like my like motto. Like I don't like to think about too much. Just go out there, have fun. Like thinking like it's pond hockey, like a shinny game. Like, like it's pond hockey. Yeah, yeah like, because got, it is pond hockey for you. For me, it's actually tough. <laughs> no, like you got to go out there and just like have fun and like yeah. just get, like leave it all out there, obviously. And when it's mm-hmm. game time, like that's that's all you focus on. But I definitely think uh, some advice I would have for other people is just like you're you're at university for four years like you got to enjoy every game and every moment because mm-hmm. you don't play that many games if you think about it and it goes by really quick so so quick and just so like quick. blink of an eye it's literally insane like I still remember my last ever game my senior year and I was like wow that just went by way too quick like well you know what they say like the days are long or no yeah the days are long the years are short yeah, that's really what college feels like. It just it so goes true. by so quickly. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> but Too also good. at the same time, whenever I transferred to BU, it felt like I did eight years of school. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, it must have felt like it must have been a little different, right? Just because you probably went from also like being on a campus, right, to just like mm-hmm. city, like go go go, like yeah, and school. Was- having so different literally so different and like being able to drive around like having that freedom to get anywhere you want to go thankfully zip car became a thing and Brie could always get one that was nice I didn't even (laughs) think about that like for us to get around we had to either uber or like take the tea or or walk miles yeah this campus was a mile long and we're walking through cities so you've hit like all the stoplights and then you have like all these people passing you Winters were the worst. I think I spent so much money on Ubers because <laughs> I'm walking from Bay State. And let me tell you, I'm freezing walking like two miles to the rink. Girl, I know. I was living Uber. in the middle of campus. So either way, I was walking. <laughs> yeah, you lived far too. Yeah. Oh, man. But I, I liked it a lot better down there. It was nicer, especially getting to classes and being able to go to practice where it's only like a 15-minute walk versus a 30. For spin. sure. But yeah. It helps with the freshman 15, though, for me. Like, I remember I was eating, <laughs> I was eating all that ice cream in the dining no, hall. That um, soft serve, though. The soft serve, it's so good. And, like, <laughs> that that also is, like, another big thing, like, transitioning from being at home, like, when your, like, mm-hmm. parents cook food or maybe you cook food for yourself. But you go to a dining hall where it's, like, nutrition then becomes a big thing. Like, yeah. you got to learn what you should be eating, what you shouldn't be eating, and as a freshman, Mm -hmm. like you walk into a dining hall with pizza, first thing I'm going to do is want to go grab a slice of cheese (laughs) pizza. But that's another big thing too, like the transition, just knowing, maybe talking to a nutritionist, like, should Mm -hmm. I be eating this? What's going to give me energy? Like that kind of stuff. Because like I said, like those cookies and the soft serve, like they are tempting. I ate quite a few of them. Thankfully, (laughs) I didn't gain weight. I, th- I think I put in I burned enough calories so I could eat those cookies exactly. but also at the same time like it's not about losing or gaining weight or anything like that it's just like where you feel comfortable in your body um, 100%. like I hate scales I'll never weigh myself because of that I just I like to feel good 100% like you know your body better than anyone else and how you feel is how it should be right so it's definitely not about losing or gaining weight I completely agree with you yeah um so whenever you got named assistant captain what was that feeling like having that a on the boston jersey because we played <laughs> in boston university inside the city 
it was pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. Like I said, just seeing the past and uh, seeing the leaders that have came out of our program. And um, I was just, I just wanted to go in there and, um, you know, be a leader for everyone else, the younger girls coming in, make them feel welcome. And I know, like I've mentioned earlier, like I had such a great uh, senior class, my freshman year, great leaders. And um, I just wanted to, you know, be like them and hopefully make everyone feel welcome and um, Mm -hmm. just, you know, hopefully by example, like I'm not, I'm not the loudest person. Um, So for me, it was just, you know, making sure everyone felt welcome, felt okay always. And they ever need anyone to talk to, I was always there for them. And yeah, like I said, on the ice, just working really hard every practice and hoping that it kind of translates and to everyone else and helps everyone else as best mm-hmm. as it can. Did you guys meet outside of hockey, like the captains? Did you guys plan anything or what was that like for you guys? Yeah. So my going into my senior year, actually, we had, so we had a little bit of a weird year because our coaches, our two assistant coaches actually left. Oh my, yeah. I forget that they were brand new when I came yeah. in too. So Lash and Coombe. <laughs> Washington left but we were actually doing some stuff with them so we were doing a lot of leadership uh we're reading a lot of leadership books and you know researching and things like that you read uh I don't even remember now there's there was a bunch we 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 got like passages from like different readings yeah I'm having trouble hearing you oh sorry (laughs) sorry Siri I'm not talking to you um (laughs) Anyways, yeah, we got like different passages from readings and we would like talk to them together as a group. Um, that was You guys got that? We didn't get that. Yeah, so <laughs> we got that for a good like two months and then Coom and Lash left and kind of went their separate ways and then we uh, kind of stopped doing it. But I think it was, it was pretty cool like even just to learn about um, different leadership like qualities and techniques and things like that. Definitely mm-hmm. beneficial, like not only like with sport, but you know down the road as well when you're working um yeah it was pretty cool and then we got new coaches and then um we kind of I think I remember we were going through what we had thought for the year um Mm -hmm. with them kind of bringing it to their attention Mm -hmm. that was cool and it was also pretty cool getting to play you know I looked up to Wachi which was awesome like she was on team Canada went to the Olympics and um, it was really cool to have her coach our team like you know, being a Canadian and just growing up kind of watching her, that was yeah. pretty awesome. <laughs> you want to hear a funny story? Yeah. Um, so I was in Canada for a tournament back in, I think it was ninth grade, literally ninth grade. I was like 14. Wow. And we <laughs> Stony did, Creek. I bet you it's Stony Creek. I think it was because yeah. we went to Team USA, Team Canada game. Oh. And we walk out the back and also we see like all the Team Canada players walking onto the bus. I got a picture. Coolin. I got a picture with Coach Wachi. No way! <laughs> and I had no idea who they were. Literally no idea who these Canadian players were because obviously I was only paying attention to Team USA. But yeah. I was going, I don't know why, but I was just like going through my Facebook pictures that I was tagged in. And there Wachi was. I was like, <gasps> it was like my senior year of college with her. No like, way! Wachi, look at this. Like, this is absurd. <laughs> you showed her? Yeah, I showed her. She's like, that's oh, wow. hilarious. That's awesome. What a small world, eh? I know seriously okay so I want to get into Team Canada when did you first get um to Team Canada like you played U18s with them at one point 
Yeah, my actual first time I made the team was under 18s. Mm-hmm. So my grade 12 year. So I actually, I made the team pretty late. Like I remember a lot of girls I was playing with were all made the team when they were in grade like 10, grade 11. Yeah. So I made it my last year that I could when I was mm-hmm. turning 18. Um, and we actually, I got invited to go to the Worlds that year for, uh, it was in Budapest, Hungary that year which is cool. No I know. I lived in Budapest for a month I know. <laughs> That's why I was like, she's going to appreciate this. Um, this is actually the jersey. I have it framed up here. No, that's sick. I yeah. love that. Can you give me one? I want to have a Bach jersey. <laughs> I'll give you one if you give me a Russ jersey. How about that? I got you. Whenever you okay. make it to the Olympics, I'll buy your jersey. <laughs> Done deal. <laughs> okay. um, I actually have a really funny story about Budapest. So mm-hmm. Uh, we stayed in this beautiful hotel and it was during March break because the mm-hmm. Olympics were happening. Okay. So they had to push our worlds back to um, after the Olympics. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was after the, yeah. After the Olympics. So we had it in like March or April and all the people, like all of our friends were on spring break and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so we are going to Budapest to play in the world, which is like so exciting. And I just remember we showed up and it was so warm there. Like it was like really? summer. Yeah. And we were in this huge hotel. <laughs> <Doesn't sound right. laughs> I know we were in this huge hotel with um, an indoor water park. It was like, were you in the city? Yeah, I think so. We were like, we might've been a little out of the city actually. Huh. Oh, 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 Gellert hotel. Maybe I don't remember the, the name on the Buddha side and it had like thermal baths all that stuff yeah like insane and you're right next to that really big hill yeah and it's a beautiful old building yeah it's really nice like it Gellert. was go- gorgeous there like mm-hmm. insane yeah we and went then, it's so much fun <laughs> yeah like so much fun so we all get there we're like all so excited we're like oh, there's a water slide like this like it looked like um I don't know if any of anyone's familiar with like great wolf lodge but it, it looked like that it's like a huge yeah. water park so we all automatically swipe our keys to go into the water park mm-hmm. so we're all so pumped so we go inside the water park whatever we check it out we're like hey we're gonna come back when we don't have a game yeah so like two days go by and we're in we're in a meeting and our like manager comes in and she's like did someone like buy some like did you guys go into the water park and we're like you have to buy yeah, slippers like, they're like, like, did you check it out? And we're like, yeah. And they're like, okay, well, every time you swipe your card, it costs like, I think it was like $50 a person, like to get into the water park, water park. So we were all swiping our cards, like every single player on our team to get into this water park. Yeah. They charged our entire team $50 a person. And we just went to go check it out. Oh, Anyways, it was no. a really funny story because when we won, they were all like, they came up to us, like the, the workers and they're like, okay, yeah. go like you're left. You're in there go in there for as long as you want that's so funny yeah it's yeah. kind of expensive when we went I had to um I had to buy some flip-flops I think I spent 15 really? bucks 15 dollars on them and they, no. were, they were not nice flip-flops whatsoever <laughs> why they made you like wear them inside the park or something yeah COVID stuff oh, COVID protocol okay. Yeah. That's fun though. That was a great trip. Honestly, like my parents were able to come, which was really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, like I said, we won gold and then after, because it was the Olympic year, um, Mm -hmm. the men's Canadian team won, the women's Canadian team won. And then we won. So we got to go to a gala 
Are you serious? Yeah, it was so cool. It was in Vancouver. And I remember I had prom the same night as the gala. So the gala was like, Mm -hmm. or this next day or something. I can't, yeah, it was the next day. So they flew us out there and then we got to go to the Mm -hmm. gala. I was like with Crosby. I was with like, are you kidding? I was with all the Olympic girls team. Like at the time I was like, so pumped. Like Megan Augusta's there. I was like, all those like wick, like all those people. I was just like, oh my goodness. Like, did you get pictures? Yeah, I got pictures of all them, like Subin, Matthew no Shane. Way. I was at a ta- sitting at a table with like, um, at the time I think it was like Matthew Shane Subin was at my table. Mm-hmm. I was just like going like fangirling like crazy. Yeah, I um, would have been eighteen. Are you kidding? <laughs> it was insane. And then I had to leave early. Me and my friend because she had prom too, and I like <laughs> I wanted to go to prom. Like I had my dress and everything. So yeah. we left. We left the gala like early, and they're like, okay, like you're um you're like ride is outside yeah I go to go outside it's a huge limo for me. <laughs> no way. me and my friend me and my friend Jess Healy like Jessica Healy we were in this huge limo and we like mm-hmm. turned the music on they like had like food press in the limo it was oh insane. my goodness that's so in- Wait, was, the, was the prime minister there like, who was it at the time I don't even know uh, or was it just a gala for all the Olympians? Yeah, so it was, just a, it was a gala for the Olympians to get their rings, like oh. their Olympic rings and celebrate them winning gold. Yeah, it was really, really cool. And then we That's just amazing. won as well that year. We got to go. Like, picture being like 18 and like being around all these like stars and people you've looked up to your whole life. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. For sure. Um, and so when after that, did you play with Team Canada again? I know you played this past year, but were there any other times? So yeah, I actually, after under 18s, um, I got selected the following summer to go play with the under 22 team. Mm-hmm. So at the time, what we what we had was uh, a US-Canada rivalry series. Yeah. So it was like a week-long camp. And then if you made the team in Calgary, you would stay for another week and we would play the US in a three-game series. Mm -hmm. so I made that like right after my my freshman year I made uh the team and and then I went to Germany I think for like four or five years in a row maybe wow yeah so I never made the national team Mm -hmm. but I was going to play like in Germany for basically like all the tournaments that they had so I was just going to Germany going to Germany yeah like looking for the itch to get the chance to go play with the national team Mm -hmm. and then it wasn't until the year after I graduated from BU um it was actually Halloween mm-hmm. and I was out I don't even know where I was doing something <laughs> for Halloween that's literally I won't say you're on coming here, up on your anniversary pardon you're coming, yeah, up, on coming your anniversary. up on my anniversary <laughs> I am, a couple days yeah yeah I remember I was at some like Halloween thing and I get a phone call from RGM and they're mm-hmm. like uh hey like you you got to come down. Someone's injured. We want you to come play in the four nations. And I was like, wait, what? Let me go outside. Cause I didn't know who was calling me. <laughs> so I run outside. I'm like, yeah. Oh my goodness. I would love to. So I rushed home and it was mm-hmm. actually crazy because our team was supposed to go to China. Mm-hmm. I was playing for the Markham Thunder. Yeah. And our team was supposed to go to China that following week. So it was a week and then we were going to China and mm-hmm. I had to pack in four hours, I had to pack for the entire week. I was going to the Four Nations Cup, 
Yeah. And then I had to pack for my entire China trip and I had nothing. So oh it goodness. was a crazy, crazy, crazy night, but made it happen. Got a flight up the next morning at 6 a.m. First flight. And I got wow. a chance to go play with the national team. So that's awesome. Did you guys win that game or how, what was that? Three um, game series? Yeah, I no, that was actually the Four Nations tournament. So there was like us, the US, mm-hmm. Sweden, and Finland. Oh, okay. Where so were that you? Was actually, like what country? Pardon? Did you guys play in Canada or were you guys in another country? Yeah, we were actually in Saskatoon. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was actually, you know, a moment for me that was hard. Um, you know, kind of some adversity as well, you know, going mm-hmm. from being successful in Boston to getting the call up to go play for the national team. And I remember that entire tournament, like, I think I maybe saw, I want to say like three shifts. Wow. So did you score in one of them? (laughs) No, I didn't. Oh, really? (laughs) No. Um, It was, it's just like a different experience, right? Like I was Mm -hmm. going there and I just, I had to change my role. Like I had to be there for my teammates cheer them on and you know it's that at times is hard for people to adjust because like I said everyone on the team you know goes from being a star to a team full of stars and it's really Mm -hmm. how you manage yourself and your body language and like I was there and I wasn't seeing shifts so I took that as an opportunity for myself to learn from that experience and I was on the bench watching these players seeing what the elite do and and just helping myself and also helping my teammates by cheering them on and you know Mm -hmm. if anyone was down going and helping them out so overall like I took an experience that maybe could have been not so good for me because like I said I wasn't seeing shifts and actually turned it into a positive um you know by like I said those little things like just learning from others and Mm -hmm. um, helping my teammates out as much as I can so it was pretty cool and that's what keeps you on those teams too like people forget that somebody is always watching you, whether that's a younger player, an older player, assistant coach, equipment manager, people in the stands. Like there are so many little kids that are always watching. And if you aren't on your best behavior, most times, like it's, somebody's going to see it, especially when you have the bad attitude and people remember that, like they don't remember the things that you did, but they remember the way you made them feel. And like, if you're giving off that bad energy to them, the coaches would just be like, nah, you're done. I don't want you. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you played Markham Thunder in the CWHL first season and the last season they ever played. (laughs) You did what? Crazy to think about. You got rookie of the year. You went to China. You were, I think, second in points or Uh, goals. Oh, goals. You're second in goals. Second in goals. Yeah. Yeah. No big deal. (laughs) Can you explain that year to me? What was it like playing in China? First of all, I don't I can't even imagine that. Okay, it was the coolest thing ever. Really? What an experience. Like mm-hmm. I first of all the flight. Okay, so I've never really been on a longer flight than Germany, so mm-hmm. 9 hours. So the flight was I think the total tr- travel day one of the girls I was traveling with started her watch. Yeah. To see from the time we left to the time we actually like got into our hotel room it was like 23 hours. that's a full day lord um so that was really cool Mm -hmm. just like being able to literally travel around the world like yeah 
And then once you landed, so we actually, we flew to Hong Kong, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Like that airport was crazy. Yeah. A lot of my family members actually work in Hong Kong from the Philippines. Oh, no way. So yeah. you probably, you've been to the I've never airport. been to Hong Kong. Oh, no? I've only been to the Philippines, but some of my family members would go over and they would send money back. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Cool. <laughs> Anyways, like, keep going. No, like that's so cool. Cause it's such a like different, like experience there. Like we hopped on a ferry mm-hmm. and it was like an hour ferry and we went to Shenzhen is what it was mm-hmm. called. I'm probably saying, probably butchering that. But yeah. I know what you're talking enough. about though. Yeah. Close enough. Um, and it was really cool. Cause it was like summer there. So like right when we got there, we went swimming and what really yeah there was like a pool and um but the ice there was like really really soft so mm-hmm. for an example I usually get my skates done at like like I think it's like three six like really sharp like mm-hmm. three sixteens or something or I forget what it was yeah. but my like foot went through the ice like oh when goodness. I stepped on the ice yeah you're, you're supposed to go down like three hollows or something you're actually not the first person that's told me that about playing in China really yeah I think Gigi yeah. Marvin also told me that really I yeah mm-hmm. it's just, like the ice is so different there like it took me like two practices before just to like get used to the ice yeah it's weird it mm-hmm. almost kind of feels like you're skating on like synthetic synthetic ice. yeah yeah it's different how many but, games did you guys play three while you're over there you definitely made the most of it three games yeah yeah Mm-hmm. three games and then we had I want to say like three practices probably maybe four yeah. so we were there for eight or nine days not bad you literally traveled everywhere with hockey <laughs> it was cool it was a really cool experience like we went to the black market that was my favorite part mm-hmm. um I got some cool things yeah <laughs> the black market you probably shouldn't be saying this on here <laughs> yeah I know but yeah that's true but yeah. you know it was a cool experience like yeah uh even getting the chance to go to you know different restaurants there we went to hot pot that was really cool what is that it was unreal so basically they bring out like a bunch of like fresh meats Mm -hmm. and they light up this like huge like bowl of like um they put different spices in yeah and so it's kind of like a soup or yeah like a soup like a broth and then you cook the meat in the broth and then you just Mm -hmm. eat it Oh my goodness, that's awesome. So good. Highly suggest if anyone ever goes to China. Yeah. Get hot pot. I gotta go. <laughs> and it's really funny because I remember we were walking downtown and I was actually with one of the girls on my team. I was with mm-hmm. Megan Bozak and we were with uh, Laura Stacy. So they're really tall, right? Yeah. And as we were walking down like the downtown there, the strip, I remember all these people were coming up and like asking us for pictures. Really? Yeah, because like, um, like they were so tall. So we felt oh. like we felt like celebrities just walking down. <laughs> it was pretty cool. That's so funny. Yeah, when I went to the Philippines with my sister, so like we're half Filipino, but like we we have like a whiter complexion. We're like not yeah. tan whatsoever, which Sorry. is kind of annoying, <laughs> but whatever. Um, but people would just stare at us because we looked nothing like them, and they would just be like, "Hi, hi!" Really? Every time we were driving by, I'm like, "What's up?" You're like, "Hey, you know me." yeah for sure um no but one of my favorite memories of you playing with Markham is when you guys came to Boston and you were playing Crosby's or Cross's team and um (laughs) you came back after the game I was like oh Buck how'd you do and you're like oh I did well and I was like how many goals you get you're like 
I got three. <laughs> Are you kidding? Get out of here. <laughs> oh man. You're that just was such fun. a humble I person. I forgot that I got to come back to BU after that. Yeah. And then the day of the Super Bowl. Oh, was it Justin Timberlake? Was he? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. That was awesome. I that was a very good performance. I love that one. <laughs> good time. Good time. And they won. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, hey, guys, I'm coming back for the uh, parade. Didn't end up getting to come back. But it was, was I there? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It was crazy. I remember it now. You were I was there. At the gas I station. Pictures. I took your picture from <laughs> that you put on Snapchat. And I was like, I'm screenshotting this and saying that I took it. <laughs> I don't even know what picture that is <laughs> but people were literally on top of the gas stations like they were coming by on the duck boats and everyone's just like Ooh. I did that one and I did the the world series one with the red Sox. oh it that, sick it was so much fun so sick yeah um full cool experience to be able to do all those things hey like yeah um, especially definitely. now with covid mm-hmm. no one's gonna get to do that for a while so <laughs> I know right <laughs> Well, they were doing on the jet skis with Tampa. Yeah, that is. You see that? (laughs) I'd be scared to hold the the trophy while driving a jet ski. Yeah. Hey, they're excited. So let them have it. Um, So you ended up, once the CWHL folded, you committed to playing for the PW and you're still doing that. How has that journey been for you? Like, obviously there's not as many games. The practices are different. Yeah, it's been great. I mean, obviously it's a big adjustment you know, even mm-hmm. from little things like going from how you were treated in NCAA to going to play one year professional hockey in the CWHL to seeing what that transition was like, you know, little things like we didn't have things like healthcare, we didn't have uh, even equipment, like we were all buying our own equipment, you know, sticks, tape, like mm-hmm. little things like that. And um, a lot of some teams didn't even have dressing rooms. I mean, yep. you know, we didn't have one. Yeah, exactly. Right. So <clears throat> sorry, little things like that. I mean, it was hard to consider us like playing a professional in a professional league when we're literally, it's like we were playing minor hockey. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm super excited about what we've started here and just getting the opportunity to be able to hopefully create a better future for for these girls that are coming up and you know create a league where we don't have to work jobs like nine to five like Mm -hmm. my first year out of university I was working downtown Toronto at a marketing firm um to make money like we all need money to live and yep I think it's hard to perform at your best right when you are like these girls I you know pass off to them like I don't know how they do it like nine to five come Mm -hmm. home maybe have time for to make dinner like workout and then go and practice I mean it's hard to perform at your best when you know you had a long day you're probably exhausted you might be stressed from work and Mm -hmm. little things like that being able to just commit ourselves to hockey I think that's what we're fighting for and it's going to be like huge that um, we have a place where we can play you know professional hockey and make a living doing it yeah I totally agree with you. It's definitely tough during the work day because I, I remember I'd wake up at six just so I could have time for myself because yeah. then once I got my day going at like leaving the house at 730, getting there around 830 and then just started working right away. And then yeah, I wouldn't even go home because for me, I was living in Boston, driving out to Framingham and then my practices were up here. 
So I yeah. had like this triangle and there's no point in me driving an hour through traffic just to be there for 10 minutes to drive to practice. So I would just stay at work for like an hour and a half after. And yeah, always having to carry in your hockey bag, like never having a locker room, not even wet equipment. Yeah. Not even knowing your coach is going to show up that day because like he has conflicts. It's just, yeah, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. That's, that's another thing, like probably the same thing for you. Um, All these people, like our coaches, you know, trainers, the staff, like, they're, they're all doing this too for little salary and they're all trying to help us. So like that, like means so much and it's hard, right? Because everyone has full-time jobs. Like you said, your coach had full-time job, like Mm -hmm. coming to the rink and like, it's just, it's crazy. So it's good that, um, you know, we've established this and we had a good year last year and I'm hoping that we can build off of what we, the momentum that we created and keep, keep on going. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, so I want to get into one last thing, which was your last tournament with Team Canada. It was the rivalry series, correct? Yeah, yeah, the rivalry. And that was earlier this year? It was like, yeah, that was, um, yeah, that was in February. February, yeah. yeah. And so you guys played, where was it? Like, was it Chicago or something like that? Yeah, we, so we played Victoria. Yeah. And then we played in Vancouver and then we played um, in Anaheim. Oh my gosh, that one I want to hear about, right? Because that was packed. Yeah, that was <laughs> really cool. Um, well, I, was it sold out or? So actually, um, our game in Victoria, the mm-hmm. very first game that we had, was completely sold out. Like mm-hmm. insane. I've never been in a crowd like that. And then when we played in Anaheim. Wait, wait. Victoria and Victoria. Did I did I read that somewhere on Twitter? <laughs> you scored definitely in that game. <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Honestly, like that was probably one of my like favorite like like moments so far with mm-hmm. with hockey just being, you know, in front of all those fans and also it was kind of a cool experience getting the chance to go play in overtime. Yeah. But I didn't think I was going to get the chance to go out. Yeah. <laughs> and my coach just came up and he like tapped me on the back and he's like you're up and there was a min- there was like a minute left in the game. <laughs> you're like, and I was like kidding. I was like me like like I, I get to go like, like <laughs> yeah like let's go and it was actually like the cutest thing like I'll still never forget this like two of the girls on on my team like one girl like Ambrose she like turned to me and she was like this is your time like like go out there and like go Aww. do it kind of thing like gave me some like last words of like encouragement and motivation mm-hmm. and just to help with the confidence and yeah I remember Blair as well like she tapped me on the back she's like be confident like let's go do this kind yeah. of thing and and like made me just feel like so like welcome and like happy and I remember I stepped on the ice and Blair ended up feeding me a beautiful pass and I ended up oh scoring and I just remember the crowd like erupted it was really really cool experience. <laughs> how and many yeah. people were at that game I and that we're... wait that picture were you like like is that the one like... <laughs> yeah the celly <laughs> honestly I'm like happy I didn't do a crazier celly because I've I've been known to do a little like sweep sometimes. Yes. And, but I was just, like, in the moment, I was just like, yeah, like, let's go. Oh, man. And then I just like immediately turned to Blair and I was like, yeah, it's like nice pass. Yes. It was pretty cool. Oh, um, my goodness. But, and then the game that we played in Anaheim uh, was pretty cool too. Like, they filled the, where the Ducks play, they like filled mm-hmm. that ring. Yeah. I saw they, the pictures. The, yeah. It was really cool. Like, I think they covered the topple, but I think there was like 14,000 people or something. Wow. And that's the yeah. most you've ever played in front of, right? Yeah. 
by far mm-hmm. probably the most was were you nervous going into that game and what were you feeling um I think I was kind of nervous going into the Victoria game because mm-hmm. uh just first big game that I've been in on like home soil I think the year before we played in Toronto which I was pretty nervous for just being in my hometown growing yeah. up you know going to watch the Leafs play at that Scotiabank things like that mm-hmm. but um just being in the first game I was like pretty nervous like I remember stepping on the ice in warm-ups and I was like yo this is a vibe like this is crazy like the music is going off like yeah. it was pretty cool and then in the last game I think yeah against Anaheim that was really cool as well just you know obviously being in the U.S. and things like mm-hmm. that they ended up beating us in overtime that game but it, it was pretty cool I was actually super sick in that game really yeah like I, I had pneumonia so I was mm-hmm. like pretty pretty sick but um I just remember like it was pretty cool because my aunt and my uncles are actually from they live in Anaheim why didn't you tell me yeah one of oh they're like <laughs> my second like aunt and uncles like yeah. um and uh they actually came down to like watch the game so mm-hmm. that's awesome so, um yeah. did you at one point weren't you playing with Poulin? on the yeah. national team yeah this year last year sorry um the first event that we had we had a two-game series against the u.s in mm-hmm. pittsburgh uh yeah. i got to play on Pooh's line it was it was awesome i was playing yeah. um, i was playing on the wing and i remember like my third shift in uh Pooh got the puck and i like broke down the left side and she just fed mm-hmm. me with like a backhand like sauce like beautiful pass yeah and I like deep the goalie and I scored my first like national team goal no way and I was like yeah it was such a sick pass by her but mm-hmm. that was pretty cool and then sick uh, ass means sick deke <laughs> <laughs> no it was really cool getting to play with her and then yeah. I got to play with her in the second game as well mm-hmm. cool that Talk how do you me. like that ring Lemieux's ring's pretty sweet oh my goodness it was so nice like mm-hmm. they, they treated us awesome there too like we got yeah. to use the gym and their uh their lock their practice locker room is insane yeah I like, know <laughs> pretty cool eh? yeah so because I did uh Lemieux's camp I coached it oh okay. it was like an all boys camp and I was one of no, the only girls that coached it but I know that. that's sweet yeah no I love that ring it's so nice yeah, um awesome so I won't take up too much more of your time, but I just want to ask you one question that I asked everyone. If yeah. you had one piece of advice that you would give to the next generation of female athletes, what would it be? Awesome. I think for, if I had one piece of advice I would give anyone, um, honestly, it would be just to enjoy every moment. Um, mm-hmm. For me, you know, life is short and I think you need to be able to make connections with people, um, make friends you know, ask for help. If you don't know something, make sure that you're asking people, asking coaches. Um, Super important also to make sure that you work hard, work hard every day. And I think, you know, a question I always like to ask myself is like, what did I do today that made myself better? I have it literally written on the front of my door in my room. Um, Super important that, you know, you can go to bed at night thinking that, okay, I accomplished this or I did this today. And um, I think for me also, another big thing is like goal setting. Um, being able to set goals, achieve the goals. There's no better feeling than achieving a goal. And yep. um, and lastly, the most important thing I say to all of you is just have fun and enjoy the moment. That's super mm-hmm. important. And, um, you know, like make memories along the way. I think that's the most important part about sport, about anything that you do in life is, um, you know, making those memories and having fun while you're doing it. 
and leaving leaving it all out there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's definitely about the journey. Well, anyways, thank you so much for being on today. I really enjoyed talking to you. <laughs> well, thank you so much for having me. It was an honor. Well, there you have it. Thanks so much for tuning in today on the Unpaved Path. Feel free to subscribe for future podcast updates and to follow me on Instagram at ray.rust. Hope you guys have a great Wednesday.